This is Talk Radio 96.7, Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah. And it's time for Ask the Preacher, the program where you can have your Bible questions answered. It's brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church in North Lakeland. Ask the Preacher. Here's your host, John Freed. Welcome, everybody. Good to be with you again here this weekend. Uh, George is not in the studio. He's uh, taking a couple weeks off, but I just want to say thank you to George again for filling in uh, pretty much the entire month of February. And um, I want to remind you of the phone number into the studio. It is 863-682-1430. As always, 863-682-1430. 1430. In just a minute, I'll introduce a special guest here today, but uh, I wanted just to give you a couple little announcements about what's going on at Believers Fellowship Church. As many of you know, we have been uh, meeting in a tent for the month of February, the first week of March as well, uh, because we are doing some renovations and it was just better to be outside of the church building. We've been meeting in a tent, but this Sunday we go back into the tent so two services this Sunday, I'm sorry, this Sunday we go back into the building, not back into the tent. We go back into the building, two services, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., and my good friend Larry Hutton, Dr. Larry Hutton, will be with us for both of those services. If um, if you need a healing in your body, uh, if you have some questions about what the scriptures say concerning healing, uh, prosperity, financial issues. These are these are areas that he is absolutely an expert in. It would be a good idea for you to come. That's Believers Fellowship up in uh, North Lakeland. Look us up online, believersfellowship.com. Okay, this, uh, this Sunday morning, by the way, no matter what church you go to, or for the most part, whatever it is you do, make sure you change your clock. I suppose if you're using a device, a, a cell phone or something, it'll change automatically for you. But uh, you're going to be late for church if you don't. Spring ahead always makes people late for whatever it is that uh, they're going to on that Sunday morning. So make sure you change your clock. All right. Um, if you have uh, not had your head buried in the sand locally here, you know of a particular organization that I'll mention in just a moment that is here locally in Polk County. Uh, you are aware of the waves that are being made. I uh, happen to be in favor of these waves. Glad they're they're happening. Um, things happening in different municipalities around the county in school districts. Uh, you know, in the last couple years with coronavirus, mask mandates, vaccine mandates, there's been rallies and, and gatherings and assemblies of people that are defending rights, people's rights here in uh, in Polk County. And one organization that I have uh, become very familiar and friendly with, we've had them on the program a couple different times and we have them again here today. It is CCDF, County Citizens Defending Freedom, CCDF. USA.com is the website, ccdfusa.com, but uh, representing the Polk County chapter, which is the start of CCDF, representing the Polk County chapter here today from the education department of CCDF is Kayla Church. Welcome, Kayla. Glad you're here. Thank you. I'm glad to be here with you. You uh, are... uh, you and and your your cronies at CCDF <laughs> are the uh, the bullseye target of uh, of a lot of people in in Polk County um, because of the stand that you have taken over a few issues. Now mm-hmm. CCDF its its role uh, is 
you're you're wanting to defend civil liberties, uh, personal liberties, uh, and and the the goal is in Polk County, but it has quickly spread uh, to various other places in the state of Florida, Texas, uh, other states as well, um, because you're actually making progress uh, in defending some of these liberties that are just so quickly eroding, and. Your arena, your specialty, what what CCDF has has said to you, if I'm not correct, you correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Kayla. We want you to focus on education, That's and right. and so um, tell us. Uh, we've got about two minutes, so we have to take a first break. These okay. breaks come fast, but uh, in about two minutes, tell us what CCDF does in focusing on education. Okay, so the mission, like you you mentioned, we're we're really equipping and empowering our citizens, and so what that looks like locally. Um, is basically getting them educated on what's going on specifically within the school system. So reviewing agenda items, that's something that we have been really pushing. When an agenda drops for the school board meeting, it's the it's the Tuesday before the school board meeting, so one week, and sometimes there's 40 items on those mm-hmm. agendas. So we're we're digging in those agenda items, and we're saying, you know, what is this? What is this? And so that's, that's empowerment, empowerment for our, our citizens specifically yeah. within that. And then, you know, we're trying to get our, our citizens to our parents and grandparents to volunteer into the school system because that's where in the schools on the SAC committees, that's where you're going to find out what's really going on. SAC committees. Uh, school advisory councils. School advisory councils, which are generally made of parents of students, but as well as some business, business people. leaders, and, teachers. It's kind of a variety. So anybody can join a SAC committee. So this is where a school says, uh, hey, we're asking for a handful of people that are in our community that have some influence for our school to kind of be some eyes and ears and some some uh, influence. That's uh, right. Speak into the what, what our school does. And and um, and so that is the community involvement that school systems have actually invited. Right. That most people kind of avoid. Right. It's kind of like jury duty. Yeah. You know, you, you avoid jury duty. Anything else you do with uh, CCDF and education? Well, so I, with education, we also um, we, we have three divisions within CCDF. So we have the education division. We have finance accountability, which is follow the money and research um, and that. And then we have election integrity. So within education right now, currently we have a school board um race, a candidate race going mm-hmm. on in, in August will be voting. So we're partnering with our um, election integrity division and really getting into those candidate, you know, sending them questionnaires. Where do you stand on these on these certain issues? And we're going to post that out to our citizens so they can vote on their values based off of what the candidates responses are. Well, that's awesome. OK, so folks, uh, by the end of the day, probably a couple times today, by the end of the hour, uh, we'll give you some information as to uh, where you can find information as to school board candidates uh, how to vote. And those those elections are coming up. They'll be here before we know it. And they are very, very, did I say very? Very. <laughs> important. You're listening to Ask the Preacher. We're going to take about a two and a half minute break and we'll be back. The phone number live into the studio. Maybe you have a question or a comment or uh, I don't know, maybe you want to cuss me out. Um, Eric will shut you down if you do that. Anyway, 863-682-1430. We'll be right back. But now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher, heard every Friday right here on Talk Radio 96.7, brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Here's John. Welcome back, everybody. Glad to have you listening today. Again, phone number in the studio, 863-682-1430. We have Kayla Church from County Citizens Defending Freedom in the studio with us today. 
And uh, we're talking about a couple issues that are right here in Polk County. This is not in another country. Right. This is not in New York City. This is not in L.A., um, California. This is right here in Polk County. Um, We're going to talk about a a book banning issue, as it has affectionately been dubbed. Um, It is not really that, but we'll talk about that. And we'll also talk about a... a, um, well, I was going to say a House bill, but it also became a Senate bill. The House passed it, the Senate passed it, and it is presently sitting on Governor Ron DeSantis' desk. Uh, so we'll talk about that a little later on as well. And that has been affectionately called the Don't Say Gay bill. Mm-hmm. And so we'll talk about what those things really are, what's really going on, as opposed to the uh, media spend title or media spun title. Right. And so um, you'll, you'll hear what those are. And no matter what your stance is on these issues, um, I think there's an underlying issue, and that has to do with parental rights. It has to do with parental involvement, and generally speaking, our our government, um, and we have to remember, government is people, but when good people step out of government, it leaves bad people to run government. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked about it a million times on this program. I'll hold that line for a long forever. Um, and so you have a few bad actors, if you will, who have changed the rules for our county, our state, and our nation. Uh, it's happening all over the place um, where they take away the information, the knowledge, the the ability to be responsible as a parent. Um, they've taken it out of our hands by not informing us. And so we'll talk along those lines. Uh, Caleb, let's talk about, if if you would, uh, the book banning. Uh, you have a friend at CCDF <laughs> who has been called Hannah Book Banna. Yes, that's right. Clever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I guess she became the uh, the mouthpiece, if you will, for a period of time of saying to the, to the county, Polk County School Board, hey, there are, um, is it 13 books? So it ended up being 16, but we presented, um, we presented 14. Okay. That are, that are in our County. That's right. Um, some of them at an elementary level, mm-hmm. some books at middle school and some books at high school and some books span all of those levels, uh, or multiple levels mm-hmm. at least. Um, folks, I, I might read something later on here. Uh, Caleb brought me just a, a, a few copies of pages of, of some of the, what is written in some of these books. And I'll be honest with you. Um, it'd make me blush reading it. Uh, another side of honesty here. If I read this out loud word for word, um, Eric, the, the, the system would, would have to be silenced. In right. other words, the words that I would read cannot be said. Uh, not just because they're curse words uh, or vulgar, vulgar curse words, but because of the explicit material, right. what is being expressed. Right. It's I, not. It's not necessarily... The words, the the cuss words, so to speak, mm-hmm. it is the graphic content, the graphic details in those words. And and this is in these books that are on our library shelves in our public schools that children have access to. They they did. Right now they're being quarantined. The books are the, quarantined. They're quarantined right now. Yep. Okay. Well, that's a familiar word given. COVID. Exactly. Yeah. On a typical book review, they the the district wouldn't pull the books off of the shelf. So if you had an opinion based. Um, where you wanted to say, I, I challenge this book just because of my personal opinion on it, mm-hmm. um, then you would have to go through a process of filing a, a formal complaint with that particular school, and then the school would do a review at that level. But since this is a different, if this is a criminal statute, um, po- oh, potentially. Okay, back up, because I was going to ask okay. you the question, why are these books different 
than the others if somebody just had a personal problem with a book? Yes, because these books are potentially in violation of a Florida statute, which is a criminal statute, and it's the 847.001, There's also a child abuse statute. Um, What do those statutes say? So basically they talk about harmful to minors and protecting the minors within obscene materials, um, graphic narratives, sexual conduct, bestiality, sexual excitement, all, all of those types of themes that are within these books. So these would be things that, uh, for instance, a, a rated R movie. Uh, now, I don't know. Kids can probably slide into just about any movie they want to nowadays. But, but back in the day, um, you, you weren't permitted right. if you were less than 13 years old, I think it was, to go to a rated R movie without a parent or something like that. Um, so it's a similar respect to books is to say that that – written literature uh, should not have uh, – written literature that expresses certain thoughts and words and and emotions and activities should not be in the hands of minors. Right, exactly. And there's a specific piece in 847.012 that, that talks about distributing on school property. And so that's really where we're focusing. Um, <clears throat> and so, it So ahead. because these books potentially – I guess right now it's – said potentially, Mm -hmm. um, violate these statutes. That's actually criminal, and that's why the school board said, oh, we're going to take these off the shelves. So this isn't – CCDF didn't just go in and and raise in a stink and say, we want to have our way, you know, take these books off the shelf, you know. And that's really why um, CCDF, that kind of sets us apart because what we do is we challenge things that are based upon statute or law violations. So, um, for example – the reproductive health curriculum that was up for review um, several months back, and we read through all one eight hundred and one pages from fourth grade to twelfth grade reproductive health curriculum. And what we found was eight potential statute violations within that curriculum. And it's not an opinion. It's not you know do yeah. these children need to hear about these things at twelve years old? That's not what it is. It's it's does it violate a state statute? And we presented those to the district, and they did a wonderful quick job of adjusting those things because we, we want our, our district to be above reproach and we want, um, you know, what well, we want a wholesome education for our kids and we want our kids to have a safe and nurturing environment. And that, that's it, you know, and so we're going to hold our, our leaders accountable based off of the statutes um, and not our opinion. Yeah. Now, and the, the school board asks for that. Uh, the, they you do. Know, for years, uh, it's been open to the community, to parents uh, and to community members to attend school board meetings, uh, even the planning sessions and those types of things. It just so happens that very few people ever did. Every once right. in a while, there'd be an issue. Maybe they're going to rezone and people are like, I don't want my right. kid going to, you know, and then so the rooms would be full or whatever. But in, in recent times here in the last year and a half, partly because of the activity uh, and the action of groups like CCDF, now all of a sudden um, there is community involvement. So I, I guess I'll mention that it's a uh, – there's some pros and cons. You know, the school board asked for it, and then when a bunch of people show up, it's like, whoa, <laughs> maybe we didn't know what we asked for. Um, but, at the, but at the same time, uh, I, I love the idea of reminding a community that we're responsible for our, for our community. We right. should do things in kindness. Um, I appreciate the way that CCDF has worked very hard to kind of – temper uh, some of the emotions of people. People can get out of hand. That's right. Um, and so, you know, you guys have had training sessions and I've actually been invited to be code part of, of conduct. Those. Yeah. A good code of conduct, scripturally based things. And um, so 
Okay, back to the books because we only have a, a couple minutes uh, until we have to take another break. So, um, are are you? Why do you want books banned? I mean, isn't that? Uh, I'm I'm just cha- <laughs> friendly challenge here. Absolutely. Why do you want to ban books? Doesn't that sound like Nazism? Yeah, it would if we were trying to ban the books. So we're actually not asking for a book ban. What we have asked is a review of these books. We want a second set of eyes on them. We want to make sure that the content is age appropriate, whatever that our community decides. We have two committees that are made up of a vast variety of individuals and and those commu- we're going to decide as a community if these books are appropriate, age appropriate. Um, and then the content, you know, if it's legal, <laughs> if it's yeah, legal yeah. as well. Um, and so we're not asking for a ban. We're just asking for a review. And, you know, there's no policy right now on how books enter a library, a really? school library. And so that's something that we would like to work with our district on is how can we get this to where, you know, if I don't want my child to read, uh, you know, a graphic scene, material. how do yeah. I, how do I as a parent determine that if I'm sending my child to a public school and the superintendent has been very open and trying to work through some of those, th- those ideas as well. Well, so maybe at the end of this road here, there'll be a, a nice uh, policy, a, a filtration system right. to determine what goes in uh, to our, to our Polk County school libraries. Uh, folks, this is Ask the Preacher. My name is John Freed, as always, um, well, as most of the time. And then <laughs> today, Kayla Church from CCDF has joined us. When we come back, we'll pick up the conversation of the book banning going on in Polk <laughs> County, Florida. No, the uh, the, the filtration of, of poor material it should not be in the hands of our children. When we come back, we'll talk more about it and maybe even a play a little audio clip from uh, a recent school board meeting. You're listening to Ask the Preacher. We'll be back in a few minutes. Let's get back to Ask the Preacher with John Freed. It's brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church located on North Socrum Loop Road in North Lakeland. Here's John. Hey, welcome back. And I want to invite you out to church this Sunday morning, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., going back to two services. We have left the tent. We're back in the building, uh, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. at Believer's Fellowship up on the north side of town. Believersfellowship.com. You can watch services live or archived or figure out how to get there, all of that good stuff. Hey, folks, in just a moment here, we're going to play an audio clip for you uh, of of a... Short piece, it's like 43 seconds of a couple hour long meeting at the school board um, for part of this book review committee. Some instructions that were being taken place, uh, that were taking place at this uh, book review committee, questions from the committee members um, as well. So, uh, Eric, if you would go ahead and, and, and roll that audio clip. We do ask that we refrain from using explicit language, even when referring to the books or the text in the book. In our situation, the challenges have been brought actually under a criminal statute, which could cause criminal penalties for the media specialist, the purchasing folk, the teachers, the administration, that it it puts them at risk. The First Amendment affords special protections to libraries, media center. Think about the costs if we end up in, in litigation in federal court over this. Once again, First Amendment litigation is very expensive. Question four, is this question asking for the adult's perspective or the child's? It's yours. It's your perspective. Wow. Hey, so a couple questions. Um, who is the person talking about criminal, criminal litigation? 
That is the district attorney, West Bridges. West Bridges, the district attorney, and, and he is, uh, I guess, basically stating uh, the reason why we're doing this is because we don't want to go under litigation. Uh, I, I read something from um, uh, Superintendent Hyde uh, talking about uh, the protection of librarians, uh, media specialists, teachers, administrators, yada, da, 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 uh, saying, well, we need to protect them. We don't want them to get sued, so we're going we're gonna to pause these books uh, for a period of time until we can review this. Um, it, it is interesting that it wasn't said, wow, we weren't aware of this kind of uh, grotesque material being um, put in the hands of our children. We want to protect our children, so in order to protect our children, let's put a pause on these books. Right. That's exactly right. Um, you know, last night actually was the second committee meeting. So it was the first one that they actually reviewed a book. Um, each one of, there's two committees, so they each had a different book and they reviewed it. And um, Superintendent Hyde did an interview after that meeting and he actually, for the first, it was the first time we've heard a district official um, mention protecting the kids. So we want to thank him for that. Um, but, you know, none of the media outlets are mentioning protecting the children from this harmful content. They're, they're mentioning the authors or the publishers. And, you know, it's not about, it's not about the publishers or the authors. Mm. It's the content in these books. There's, there's graphic detail um, of really sensitive topics, sexual assault, rape, failure to address mental illness, which causes suicide. There's uh, incest, child rape, you know, bestiality, there's all sorts of things in there that we, that, you know, could potentially violate this harmful to minors statute. And, and they're not talking about protecting the kids. <laughs> the, the, um, that makes me want to talk about the, um, HB 1557, um, which is the, got named the don't say gay bill, um, which really is not that at all. What it, it doesn't even say that in the bill. Really? Really. It doesn't even use those terms no. at, at all. It actually, if my understanding of it is to say if a child um, comes to an administrator or a teacher or whatever and says, hey, I, I think I might be gay or I, I, I want to pursue being transgendered or any of those types of things, um, the school system would be required, according to this bill, the school system would be required to simply notify the parents that the child is thinking in these ways. It's not up. It's not the school's position to say this is a good thing or a bad thing. It's simply to say, "Hey, we want to let you know the types of things that your child is coming right. and, and speaking to the counselor about, uh, so that you can pursue the proper course of action right. for you and your family and your your children." Right. I don't understand, and we'll come back to the books in just a second. But I mean, I, I um, folks, you you know my my position concerning homosexuality because of the Bible's position concerning homosexuality. Um, I, I believe God God loves the person; He hates that type of activity. It's destructive and harmful, not only physically but emotionally, and that is part of the need for a bill like this because children that are going through that type of um, issue in life, they have a lot of questions. They have potentially a lot of confusion, uh, potentially a lot of frustration, and potentially a lot of hurt, and they need to talk to somebody and get the proper kind of help. And a bill like this says, hey, parents, you need to be aware so that you can seek the proper course of action that you deem fit in your home. Going back to that point of parental activity or, or parental knowledge even, and the schools oftentimes will just keep things completely silent, right? hide it from the parents, right. 
And that's what parents all over the country are getting ticked off about. Right. Because why is this stuff happening? And we didn't even know. Now, part of the reason is the parents' problems. Right. Right. And that's why I'm grateful for organizations like CCDF because you're saying, hey. Wake up. Wake up. Get in the <laughs> get game. Involved. That's get right. involved. Show up. You know, find out what's going on. If you like Talk it, Talk to great. your kids. Yeah. If you Have don't like it. Yeah. But find out what's being taught in school. You know. My my, uh, I have no problem with the school system. By the way, folks, my my wife is an educator. My two sisters are educators. My brother-in-law is an educator. My mother is an educator. Education runs through my family. You're either a preacher or a teacher uh, in our family. You know that's how it works. And so I don't have problem. You know, most teachers are excellent people. Right. Um, It's some of the rules that have Mm -hmm. taken place that holds them handcuffed and and handicapped. They can't do what they know might be best for the child, but they just can't do it. I am, uh, folks, I think, I think you ought to get on the phone, call Governor Ron DeSantis, send him an email, send him a postcard and say, sign that bill because our children need the advice and counsel of their parents. Now it's House Bill 1557. Do you know the Senate number the senate they actually adopted the house bill version okay yep so it's hb 1557 and you know the the real name of it is parental rights and education oh so you mean the media doesn't that's use the right real name? It, it, they use don't say gay to divide mm-hmm. it's division because it's not about someone being gay it's about it's it's an it's an anti-grooming bill and it and it reinforces the fundamental right of a parent to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children. I want you to say those words again. This okay. bill reinforces... Reinforces the fundamental rights of parents to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children. Well, wait a second. <laughs> it, isn't, a, isn't a six-year-old old enough and mature enough to make a, 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 a long, life-lasting sexual decision in their life? A six-year-old probably doesn't have the sense not to walk out in, in, in the, the rain, in the rain. Yeah. or in the street, <laughs> you or... know, but the other side of it is it include that bill includes that not withholding health information from parents. So, you know, there's been examples here in the County of a child that wants to be called a different gender name. So Tommy wants to be Susie and the school calls that child Susie at school, but when the parent calls in, they have parent-teacher conferences and they do all those things, they refer to him as Tommy because they, they, that's they, deceitful. Exactly, and they don't bring the parent in and, you know, they're they're really stomping on that that parental right. Um, and and the other thing that the bill does is, is it prohibits classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity from kindergarten to third grade. It's Which, not don't say gay. It's why are we talking about sexual orientation in kindergarten or third through third grade? My or, personal you know, opinion at all, but yeah, it, it, is at all. Right. I mean, it should be kindergarten through twelfth grade. Right. Why does the school system have to discuss those types of things? And they say, well, because it involves children's lives and all. Okay, but for K through three, it certainly shouldn't be there. No, and and you know, and why do I want the school system as much as I respect teachers and their their um, desire to to benefit and help help people? Why do I want them to talk to my children about sexual orientation or any sexually related material? Right, and it takes that pressure off of the teachers. They have so much going on already, you know. So let's let's take that pressure off of them and put that pre- that that back onto the parents and let, let them, them and let them. Figure yeah. out what the best and let situation the is for their stick child. With math and and reading and and those types of, of exactly. education. Exactly. And you know, our kids aren't born with with their fully developed set of values. That that's formed 
as they mature and, you know, parents, they trust and, and really entrust their teachers and the administrators of the schools to help in protecting their kids as they're on that journey, you know, and this is a big part of that. Yeah, that's uh, something a very good point that my mother, I remember hearing her say for years and years and years and talking about education. Um, it is not a teacher's job to raise our children. That's right. It's a parent's job to raise their children. Um, that's you know, that's one reason to be an advocate for homeschooling, because the parent gets to spend more time with the child. Uh, a lot of parents will send the kids off to school, the kids at school for seven plus hours a day, um, and then gets to see the parent about four hours of a waking day. You may be right. in the home at asleep at night, but about four hours remaining in the waking day. Um, and so the teacher ends up having more influence on the students than than parents do. Uh, folks, these are these are things, and I want to just emphasize it again. This is in our county. It doesn't make our county evil. This is happening all over the nation. But the positive activity, the involvement, the local light, and the local action that CCDF is bringing to the table is uh, really making a difference. I'm so happy for it, and I'm glad to be part of the organization and uh, we'll talk more about it when we come back we've got to take another break if you have a question or two you can call in but i do have one other thing that we want to uh, cover in the last segment of today's show you're listening to ask the preacher we'll be back in two and a half minutes and let's get back to the fourth and final segment of our weekly experience with john freed in ask the preacher it's brought to you by believers fellowship church Folks, I'm told that the human ear and brain can understand approximately 40 times faster than the human mouth can speak. So I'm going to talk as fast as I can, and you're going to listen as best <laughs> as you can, and you're going to catch all this because we only have about six minutes until we have to go off the air. Um, we're, we're here today with Kayla Church from CCDF, um, which is a now becoming a national organization, right. but started right here in Polk County, right. and it is most active right here in Polk County. There's a Texas chapter that's challenging us yes. uh, for the win. <laughs> and here. Georgia. Ah, I don't know much about the Georgia one. Um, so, folks, one of the one of the latest issues that has taken it's been in the um, local news on television. It's been in local papers, um, and it's even national. it's even hit national, <laughs> and it's even gone international um, because people are seeing the action of, um, of of people in Polk County standing up for. What is right? It's, it's just as simple as that. Just standing up for what is right, and um, it's it's making some waves. And you know, one of the things that I that I like about people who do something is it inspires others to also uh, do something. So, um, so CCDF is has approached the school board of Polk County to say, hey, there's some books on our shelves in the school systems that just shouldn't be there. Um, I want to read some scripture, and I also want to read some of this book content. Uh, I'm going to have to go pray after I read the book content because my mouth will feel filthy. Um, but but look, out of out of Matthew chapter 18, and this is a, a big thing for, um, for CCDF. Yes. This is kind of like your mission, uh-huh. uh, especially for the education department. Um, and, and, it's, and it's real simple. Matthew chapter 18, starting in, in verse 6, this is Jesus talking, and he's comparing some things to the kingdom of heaven. And he goes in verse 6, and he says, If anyone causes one of these little ones... Who uh, those who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. And I'll stop there. But 
it, it really, this is specifically right. about children because Jesus is teaching these children come up mm-hmm. and they said, hey, get the kids away. He says, no, 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 let them come to me. By the way, if you cause one of these children to fall into sin, if you right. if you dissect the word stumble, what does that mean? If you cause them to fall into sin, then it would be better for you. In other words, the price to pay for a person that causes a child to fall into sin and to fall away from Christ It'd be better to have a big rock tied to your neck and chunk you down into the ocean. Now, I'm going to read some material from from these books. Um, this this book here can be found, it could be found, used to be right now, it's on pause, but at Arbondale High School, Gauze Academy, George Jenkins High School, Lake Gibson Middle School, Ridge Tech College, Winter Haven High School, and Haines City High School. This is the book Almost Perfect. The book is not perfect, not even almost perfect. The book title is Almost Perfect. It's by Brian Catcher. On page 100, it says, I, by the way, folks, I'm going to have to kind of bleep out some of my own words here, right? Um For a month, I quote, by the way, from the book, for a month I'd fantasized about Sage, her cute face, her muscular athletic body. Now my mental image of her naked body filled me with horror. Big, hairy, and it would be testicles is what it says in another word. An eight-inch male item, flat, hairy chest and a hairy back, and I kissed her. No, not her. Him. Now, now tell me, folks. Now, I don't know if any of my – I paused some of my words. I don't know if, if the radio station killed any or not, but um, why are our kids reading stuff like this? And, and this is – to be honest with you, folks, this is mild. one of the most mild ones that I chose to read. Some of these other ones I definitely would be getting – uh, uh, buzzed on. Okay, and then in the in the review, the planning, the instructions, um, they're told, please refrain from using foul language even when referring to books. Why does that have to be said? Because the foul language that is right. in these books, it's ridiculous. But and our kids can read it. Our kids can read it. They can do a report about it. They could. They can talk about it. Now you can't. The kids can't talk that kind of language in the classroom conversationally. But if they're going to talk about the book, that's acceptable. But the adults can't talk about the book because these, the video will go on yeah, district website. This meeting is being recorded, and we don't. Okay, and so folks, this is uh, this is crazy, and it's happening right here. I don't want to just make you mad. What I want to do is make you active. Right. Uh, Kayla, how can people get involved in this issue and others? So first head to our website, CCDF, County Citizens Defending Freedom, ccdfusa.com. Sign up as an ambassador for freedom. And when you get go in there, choose your county. We're in several different counties, but if you're here choose in Polk, Polk County, county. Pick Polk County, and then, you know, from there, you'll find all sorts of resources, and you'll find where our meetings are going to be and all different calls to action that we have. That's where you want That's where you want to go. And this is just one issue. These books that are in our school systems in Polk County is just one issue. There's lots of other issues. There's an election coming election. up, and yep. August is the primary, and then in November. August 23rd. We have several uh, people running to, to change over the leadership that's in our school boards uh, here in Polk County. Uh, so, folks, there's a lot to get engaged in, a lot to learn. Um, so, ccdfusa.com, and then register as part of the Polk chapter and get engaged in this. And, of course, at Believers Fellowship, we're engaged with these things as well, so you can come join us there. Folks, thanks for listening today. Uh, don't forget to change your clocks, and I hope to see you. Visit us online, believersfellowship.com. We'll see you next week. Mercy on me, oh.
Keep up with everything high tech. Polk County's home for the Kim Commando Show is Talk Radio 96.7.